for everyone who is expecting a show October the 1st. My sincere apologies. Uh, got this one out to you, though. Not October the 15th. Hopefully October the 16th. And I'm going to try to get back on track with November the 1st. So there was some uh, insinuation on today's episode that there would be three stories told. It would take forever for me to tell the third story that was supposed to be told. And, yeah, I just, I just wanted to get this one out to the small number of people you know, who look forward to this stupid shit. Uh, it's not stupid, but, like, my life is, is pretty stupid, as documented on this episode. So today you get two stories, uh, some comedy, some insanity, some... Shenanigans, um, you know, some music. Yeah, all I can say is enjoy this one. Uh, I gave the best I could. I'm my own harshest critic, so uh, the vocal quality is whatever. There's some sniffling in there at a point where I was sick, but you know, this is some free shit, so I dare one of you motherfuckers to complain. Anyway. Enjoy. Today's episode is decent. Like, I did pretty good conveying uh, these stories. Next episode, though, shit gets really wild. Okay, so sneak preview, I guess. Next episode is a recap of, you know, this trip that I talked about being on on this episode. And two new women are discussed uh, on next episode, so... And these stories are just, I guess this is going to keep going on until I get a girlfriend. You know, I'm not intentionally doing this just to, you know, stop myself from getting into a relationship. I would love for this nonsense to, to end soon, but hey, it is what it is. So for the time being, this is what you can expect to get on the 1st and 15th of each month. So I'm going to try to stay more consistent. Sorry again, you know. But, you know, this is something free and just my life has been all over the place professionally and creatively and et cetera, et cetera. Thank you, though. Enjoy this one. Tell a friend to tell a friend if you enjoy. Peace. Previously on Different Woman, Different Problems. Hey, Yardy, a, a Jamaican girl. Okay. Jamaican gal them a pot the poom poom. Okay. Woman, this is me being, I learned my lesson here, uh, being a shallow, you know, I shot my shot, I think I shot my shot, I don't remember how this went, but it's just a woman that looked good, and everything that looked good ain't good for you, is what I learned here. First phone conversation, she tells me her life story, and since we're talking about a Jamaican, and trust me, daddy. Okay, trust me, daddy. This is the most toxic life story I've ever heard. Like, I told her, like, you need a movie about everything that's happened in your life. Imagine the movie Precious minus the AIDS. To my knowledge, this woman does, does not have AIDS. I pray she doesn't have AIDS. Uh, if I 
recollect correctly, I've only seen Precious once. It was a long time ago. But I think the story ended with Precious having AIDS and the baby having AIDS or something, something crazy. Precious. If Precious was an attractive woman, I'm not saying Gabrielle Sidibe is not attractive, but they casted her for a reason. If Precious was like a woman that niggas was like really trying to holler at hardcore, okay, minus the AIDS, but just like a whole fucked up life story, okay. So she tells me her whole life story. I'm listening. My dumbass. My dumbass. Okay, I'm gonna say it a third time. My dumbass. Here I go thinking. You told me your whole tragic, fucked up life story. Let me tell you what I'm going through. Something everybody go through. Okay, fifty percent of everybody's story. Fifty percent of every married couple story ends up bad. Okay, so I tell her, like, oh, this is what I'm going through, you know, so on and so on. Like, this is, uh, 50% of people go through what I'm going through. You got something that's like a once-in-a-lifetime story. Again, they need to make a movie about how fucked up her shit was. But she told her story to me. I'm like, my dumb ass. I'm like, oh, here's, here's my story. This, you know, my shit don't no nearly compa- compare to what you're going through. Somehow that sets her off. Wrap them shit 
politician to me I've been feeding for you half I don't need it from you now Nigga got his own team, own cream Had to change them bankers up Bullets from the taker, they gon' stake you up Me and Fresh be linking up Fucks with Maserati Don't move in Shirari Slugs go up in your body Thugs it up in your lobby Shoot shit up, know that clip and clear it out Bigger vessels hear me out, I'm trying to get <laughs> Gotta love it. Boss on domain season. Hey, please. This nigga had his bitch all in the video. With more footage than a kid, like she had the album coming out. Niggas don't know me. Bitch stole daddy money. Niggas kicked that bitch teeth out. Bitch run around with fake teeth and fake titties, man. That shit ain't right. That ain't wavy. Oh man, this domain pain, baby. Bitch, gang green. It's your boy Marston, big fan. All the lips singing. Shout to Millie Vanilli. Your boy Jim Jones. Noe. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Gotta love it. Hey Grease, we got him, baby. Recording live from Toronto, where somebody's gonna get piped down. That's on me, and it's piped down. Hopefully, you know what I just did. I think I don't even remember the guy's name. Skepta, maybe I don't know. Man's never been to Marquee when it shut down here. So you're live from uh, Drake's. Hometown and trust me, daddy. I hope the audio quality is decent on this one. I don't have my microphone with me. I am literally out of the country of the United States. I'm in Canada. Um, so don't have my mic with me. I won't be back where my mic is until September the 29th. And I figure that's cutting it too close to get this out for October the 1st. So there's a better chance of it coming out October the 1st if I just record this now. Okay, while well, I wait for someone to come through and get piped down. That's on me and it's piped down. Alright, I don't, uh, I guess you'll hear about whether I have a sex life today. I mean, you heard some of whether I had a sex life on a second episode. That was a doozy. Uh, thank you for tuning in. You know, things I just don't care to, you know, even reiterate or repeat on the mic uh, for the most part. So, today's episode, in advance, one ongoing roller coaster story, one just nightmare, and one situation that's just up in the air. You know, just really just up in the air at this point. So, and what I'm going to do here. Since this situation is up in the air, that may be like the last one I talk about for the day. Since that is up in the air. Nah, I guess I'll make that the second one. Um, yeah, I'm going to do everything in order. But since that is up in the air, you know, it's kind of a short story, that one. Um, I don't really have that. There hasn't been no drama with me and her. It's, it's actually been good times, but like there's just so few details on that so that might just be like five minutes worth of talking so in order to you know give y'all more uh refreshing content i'm going to pick up 
where the last episode left off. I think on the exact woman that the last episode uh, left off. Uh, this Caribbean thing. I may as well, since I'm in uh, Toronto right now. I may as well. So following up with her. So basically, if, you know, I probably did a previously on uh, at the beginning of this. But her situation where she was too emotionally wound up. Uh, she's had like a, a traumatic life. I don't take that lightly. I'm not here to make fun of her for that. Um, I'm not even here. I, I want to tread lightly. Okay, I want to walk the line between good content and just being mean and cruel. And in my mind, you know, I'm not a professional comedian, but in in my mind, what I'm about to attempt on this, you know, into this computer microphone is amusing to me or wouldn't do it. Okay, so if, if it just falls flat and, you know, if it's not funny, then my bad. But in advance... I'm not making fun of her. I'm not calling her crazy. But the shit I'm about to run down, it sounds crazy. I'm not calling her crazy, but it sounds, you know, a little bit, you know, a little bit crazy, for lack of a better word. Okay? So again, I just want to reiterate, I'm not making fun of her. So long story short, she, like we talked a couple times, uh, she found out that at the time I was like, you know, separating or divorcing even, like, I don't know if papers have been signed yet, but she found out at the time and she didn't take too well to that. Like her, her response was pretty much different. Well, I haven't shared divorce with most uh women that I've gotten to know this summer. Some know some of them know breakup. Um some of them may not have even known a thing. But yeah, I, I don't know if I shared that with everyone. But because I was, you know, trying to let her know in so many words. And this backfired on me. Trying to let her know in so many words like you're not alone out here. Whatever trauma and stress you're going through at the time, I was going through something too. Like, I'm, I'm going through that. And, you know, for somebody who, quote unquote, cares about people and, you know, cares about people and their problems, like, it backfired on me. She really didn't take too kind to, to me, uh, to me being married. It wasn't even a, like, okay, thank you for your honesty. Thank you for letting me know. You know, we can just be friends because, you know, I'm not sure you're that far removed and that far healed from, you know, your what you're going through. It was like, it's in so many words, like, nigga, fuck you for even talking to me because in her mind, I'm still married. Um, I think in her mind, I'm still married now and I'm like super duper extra single. I've been single since June 
I'm super duper extra single now. And I think in her mind, because this, what I'm about to talk about just happened a couple days ago. And again, I'm not putting her personal business out there. The show is called Different Woman, Different Problems. These are the true life stories, okay? This is not, I feel like, Y'all might be tired of the disclaimers at this point, but this is not to say nothing bad about her or make her look any kind of way. But this is just the truth of what happened. So, you know, I'm kind of persistent. And I'm only telling this story because, again, I'm not putting her business out there. I'm running down our conversation. Um, And there's a thin line between putting somebody's business out there and putting... A an exchange that you that the two of you had out here anyway. So, like I'm I'm a little persistent. No, nigga was trying to fuck. I mean, I was trying to fuck before, but like now it's like I'm about to be on the East Coast. Like, what's really good? Okay, what's goody? Talk to me, nice. Right, so. I sent her a text. My text reads, I will be on the East Coast soon, and I would like to take you out if you feel like replying to me. Because at this point, she had been, like, ignoring me. You know, I might have thought I was even blocked. But uh, let's see here. You know, I sent her a couple text messages saying, like, yo, there's really nothing going on with me and this person that you think I'm going on with. Um, You know. Blasey, blah, like, nigga, nigga was shooting them shots. I wish I could continue getting to know you, but you seem to not want that. So, I sent her something. 5, 16 p.m. on a Wednesday. Two days later, 8, 22 p.m. on a Friday. <clears throat> Excuse me. She says, and this is, like, the kind of comedic part, because I'm, I'm going to try to do... I'm sure it's going to be horrible, but I'm going to try to do a Jamaican accent. I don't I don't even think she has a strong Jamaican accent, but I'm in Toronto, and I don't know. I just feel like this will add comedy to it. I don't feel like I messed up or was dishonest. You lost me with the vacation you went on with your partner. Oh, yeah, because, like, we booked a vacation before, um, b- before the split or whatever, and by that point it was like, we still got to go on this vacation because it's paid for. I told you how I would respond to things I'm, I'm uncomfortable with. Look at, look how far you are. I already don't trust you. What do you think will happen if I see you? I don't want anything from you but for you to take care of yourself and your situation. I say there's no situation, but okay. This is a text message conversation. There's no situation, but okay. And then... uh like, I was in and out of sleep at that point. So, by 90 minutes later, I text back, sorry I was half asleep at that first reply. I was pretty upfront about my situation with you. Now, there's no situation with her or anyone to speak of, which is true for the most part. Her reply, I don't trust you. I don't want to trust you. I made a mistake. You were married while you were looking at my page. You couldn't just wait until you're really single to speak. So, you would do the same to me. I don't need more bullshit in my life. My reply, the marriage was over and papers were signed when we started speaking. I've pled my case enough. I don't see the point in begging you for your time. 
Like, that's me. That's not manipulative on my part, but that's letting her know, like, like, nigga, I'm trying here because I still want to fuck. But, like, kick rocks if you on this bullshit, in so many words. So I don't see the point in begging for your time. Then stop begging. I told you I was over this when you told me you were married. I didn't force you to keep talking. Here's here's where it gets, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to call her crazy, but here's where it gets crazy. This is mental abuse. I don't lead men on, so don't start acting like a victim when you were the one legally married. Men will say anything to fuck up your head. Nice try. Stop. Be an adult. I shouldn't have to block you. All it should take is for me to say no more. Delete your number. Actually, my Jamaican accent is pretty good. Stop. Be an adult. I shouldn't have to block you. All it should take is for me to say no more. Delete your number. And then you go away. You need to heal yourself before you make me a side chick or rebound or whatever you guys do today. I say I'm not acting like a victim. I will never try to fuck up your head now or in the future. I wouldn't have been honest with you if I thought it would lead here. You told me your situation. Again, she has a really fucked up life. And I felt comfortable telling you mine. Nothing more to it. So what is wrong with me saying I don't want to talk to someone married or coming out of one? Negative attention isn't good attention. I say I'm healed. Parentheses. I can explain, but you wouldn't believe it anyway. I'm not looking for a rebound. I was intensely attracted to you and that was it. Again, I'm like still hanging in there like just for the sake of almost at this point, like just having a story to tell for the radio show, if you will. Because like this conversation is ridiculous. Wrong. She gave her permission for you to date. Oh, that was another thing when I was like, yo, I'm like, you know, recently out of this thing, but like, I was like, you can talk to her. She has no problem with me dating. You know. Anyway. Wrong. She gave her permission for you to date. That's when you know it was okay. When she was all right with it. I said, uh, let's see here. Nothing is wrong with you not wanting to talk to someone who is married, but that wasn't my situation. You're almost implying I was trying to cheat with you. I was... I was I'm being 100 with my audience right now. And the way I try to be 100 with her, I was out of a relationship at that point. I was single, single. I said, you're almost implying I was trying to cheat with you. That's exactly what I'm saying. I don't deal with married men. And when we met, you were. Being attracted didn't allow you to respect yourself enough to be divorced before speaking to someone. You're full of shit. I said, I guess that's where we're stuck. I can't get you to believe my truth from months ago. I'm like trying to get it through to her head like, this is September. Okay, we talking about June. And like a nigga still trying to fuck, okay? Before my last relationship, I didn't talk to anyone for a year to cleanse. You're still married and want to date? That's gross. I don't care if you're telling the truth. I don't trust you. Three crying emojis. Not like laughing, like dramatic crying emojis. Oh my God, three more crying emojis. I want this to stop. Three more crying emojis. I want you to go away. Four more crying emojis. I say okay with her name. I say okay and then, you know, put her name after that. My attempts at getting to know you fell flat. Sorry for bothering you. 
here's where, you know, it's the crazy word. I'm not calling her crazy, but you be the judge of how this all sounds. I don't deserve this. I didn't ask for this. Texting me at night. Fucking up my situation. You're rude. Four more emojis. Four more crying emojis and four more crying emojis after that. WTF, meaning what the fuck, with four exclamation points after that. I said, I have no clue what I'm fucking up. Because it's all about you, right? Why text me now instead during the day? You don't have the right to text me at night. You're married. I didn't answer your text, so you thought it'd be smart to keep texting? I say, um, you know, three dots, three periods, like, uh... I say, um, with three periods after, like, this is, you know, like, um, dot, dot, dot. The first reply today came from you, because I had texted her, like, at, I don't know, five o'clock or something? Yeah, five o'clock. She might have a point, my bad. Five o'clock, East Coast. It is eight o'clock, West Coast, if she feel like I'm texting her at night, but uh, she said something about, um, like, she replied two days later instead of just like keeping me on the ignore uh, point but uh, texting me at night when you're married I say the first reply today came from you like you started this dumb shit if I was talking to someone don't you think you would put something in their head that's not there of course you don't care about me being happy you know what you're doing selfish I replied because I want you to leave me alone so I'll block you you post under my pics I've and I called and texted. I said, I have no clue what's happening right now. If you're talking to someone else, I don't want to get in the way of that. She says, you look crazy to me. In my mind, I'm like, Bunch. I don't ever call women out their name, but Bunch. how do you look to me? That's what I'm saying in my mind. I say, okay. She says, you're acting so dumb when I know you did this on purpose. To just be spiteful. If I don't respond, that means what? I say, spiteful? Please explain. Like, nigga just trying to fuck. I ain't got no spite behind none of this. Why keep going? This was like the girl I dated. She would start weird convos to tie up my line, get me to explain, and we go nowhere. I say, okay, put her name. Be well, please. No, don't wish shit on me or for... No, don't wish shit on me or for me. Just leave me alone. I say, okay. Put her name again. Good night. And that ended that conversation. But like, yo, like, rewind all of this if you need to. Like, I'm just up here. Feel like I played it pretty cool. I mean, he was just trying to get her to take Buddy Galley. You think it's easy? And that's a dance hall reference. If you don't know it, it just means like fuck. And she was just bugging out. So, yep, yep. That, so that I guess that's that's the end of her chapter. Okay. And that's the guy y'all choose to name y'all company after. Shout out Nas on Ether. Yeah, man. I don't see myself ever being bored enough to hit up this woman again. She's not right. In the head mentally. And I'm not saying that to be hurtful or harmful. Should she hear this. Uh, I don't think she has a way of hearing this at this point. I mean. I don't know my status with her. Like my. 
followership status with her. But like, if I'm not blocked on everything, I ought to be at this point. If I if I've done, you know, such harm to her, so I may be blocked at this point. But I'm not guilty of anything other than. talking to her, letting her know early on, like, yo, I'm divorcing, and that was, that's about all I did, oh, so yeah, she's, she's a little off, but, you know, it is what it is, so, a song for her, I don't know if the song is called Healing, but it's a lady saw and Beanie Man song, I believe. And Ian was trying to beat, man. Dango was trying to beat. It's impossible. I can't stop walking with you. That's Lady Saw nasty ass basically saying like she can't stop fucking this man. And that's what I was trying to do with her. So that she gets that song for the day. This is a classic one. Oh, yeah. The doctor and Lady Sign are combination. Oh, Lady Sign, you ride, you ride, you ride, you ride. Me man, no girl asks me what you dealing. Me tell them you are the healing. I can't forget how you make me stretch to the ceiling. Oh, be the man, it is impossible. Yes, yes, yes. I can't stop walking with you. Me man, can't you feel it? Oh, you walk me like a stallion. Lady, sir, don't you worry yourself, come in a child. You know, man, a bad man, man, a Me 
you feel free Could a blind you, could a deaf or could a handicap too I love the woman who inside of you Ladies are you need not But you fuck me love the dim to where you got All me temperature rising in me bottom where we drop You are so up on me chest and all a rub down on me back That's why me want you tell me the fuck Next story, I don't know what number woman this is. It's got to be like woman number uh, seven, maybe at this point. Been a hot boy summer. What can I say? Uh, it's a pretty short, this, this is like the short story. And the, the two after this are, are pretty involved, if you will. Short story, uh, started doing a, you know, POF thing. Jumping in them DMs, jumping in them DMs on POF. It's a really short story. Uh, we talked for a while. We hit it off. We've been trying to find time to link. Uh, we feel like we talked on FaceTime before we met. Um, yeah, she she saw, you know, a picture. Maybe even video, probably, of the thing I'm working with between my legs before we met. Went over one time. She called me. She said I could come through one night. And gave her that bust down Pipeana. Bust down Pipeana. I want to see you bust down. All right, that's the first woman I, I will have admitted to doing anything with on this show. Well, anything else you, you would have to just guess on your own. I mean, I'm only saying that detail because, like, there's not that much to the story. So that, ha- like, she's a really, really, really sweet woman at that. She's raising a one-year-old, and uh, she's having some baby daddy drama that, you know, she doesn't want me a part of. I mean, he doesn't live, like, anywhere. He lives in California, but he doesn't live anywhere near L.A., from my understanding, where she and I live. But, like, they're still, you know, going through different things with the court, and she's going through things with, like, working and looking after her parents or looking after, like, her mom and, like, you know, raising a one-year-old. So she never really has that much time for me. We speak on a semi-often basis, but we've only hung out. Uh, once or twice. No, we've only hung out in person two times. That first time and then uh, another time. I want to say this was Labor Day weekend, maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Something like that. I think so. Labor Day weekend. Because that Friday I went on a date that Saturday I went on a date, and that Sunday, I want to say, it was a hot boy weekend, man. Um, that Sunday, she and I went out. Uh, she, You know, we found a little karaoke night nearby where I live. If you saw, like, if you're a close follower of my, my stories, my Instagram stories, uh, I did Jay-Z give it to me. You know, we went back to my house, and some more buzz down Pipeana. Okay, I'm, I'm not advertising 
my skills in anything. But I may have some footage of, you know, some feedback. Here goes. My leg and stuff is still shaking and quivering. You heard me. I ain't hear you. Yeah, I ain't heard. I ain't hear you. Yeah, baby. So, yeah, that's really it between me and her. Um, She is someone I could maybe see myself in a relationship with. But she's just very busy. Like we might see each other on once once a month on average now. Um and that's just it. Like she's busy with her life. I'm busy but not that as busy as she is with my life and Yeah, it just is what it is. It's it's a very um what's the word? I forget the word, but there's a word where it's like, there's no real, uh, oh, anticlimactic. There's no real ending here to this. Um, We've hung out twice. We've, you know, done some things twice because it's only, um, and this is like since August. The first time I saw her was like early August. The second time I saw her was like early September. And, yep, and, you know, that is, that is that. So, her song is, I'm not going to call it a classic, but it was it was hot for like two weeks in the 90s. Be rocking the biz. That's just my baby daddy. Because, you know. It doesn't like fully match what she and I are going through. We're not going through anything, but she has a baby daddy and they got some drama and that ain't got nothing to do with me. No, here goes. That's just my baby daddy. Go. 
I'm still waiting for my freaky ting to come through. So I have a little more time to record. I guess she will definitely come up in a future episode. Whatever happens in Toronto doesn't stay in Toronto. You know how they say whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Whatever happens in Toronto will end up on this show. She is a social media follower. I hope she does not, you know... I mean, we haven't met up yet, so who knows what's going to happen. But I hope she doesn't object to me. You know, if something happens, I'll discuss it tastefully. If something something good happens, I'll discuss it tastefully. If something bad happens, I'll try to discuss it tastefully. So this is just foreshadowing for a future episode. Uh, She'll be discussed, but yeah, she's coming through soon. And we'll see how that goes. Hot Boy Summer. Anyway, earlier in my Hot Boy Summer, the story you're about to hear is a disaster. I don't know what woman we're on. Like maybe number eight or, yeah, approximately number eight. I can't keep up myself. All right, so this is not a POF woman, but like her story was just as trash as many of the POF women I've met. POF is plenty of fish, by the way. She was my Uber driver. Uh, you know, she did the Uber driver thing. Picked me up one day from work, dropped me off somewhere. So we had about 45 minutes to connect. Um, and I'm just like, at this point, I'm just, I was in my mode of like, you miss every shot you don't take. You know, um, I was very... Like, I've gotten more accustomed to being single at this point, but at that point, I was, like, single, single, and, like, just, I gotta figure it out, you know, when you gotta figure it out, you gotta think on your feet, and she's moderately attractive, um, she was playing... Like ratchet fuck shit, like I couldn't even tell you the names of the artists. Like something in that range of like the younger people stuff, like Little Uzi Vert and uh, the Baby. Those are not the names exactly. I don't remember the names. This was months ago at this point, but it was like something in that realm. So if you remember back to the first episode, uh, the woman was blasting Blueface. So. She, this woman wasn't on that wave, but it was more like that the trap sound, blasting that. So I'm like, all right, I'm not going to shoot my shot because we're, like, incompatible. And, and I should I really should have stuck with that uh, in, in that frame of mind. And I didn't stick in that frame of mind because then she started talking about, you know, music that she liked. And, I mean, I should have known when she offered me, like, a can of... Arizona, not iced tea, but like the Arizona drink and the watermelon one, I should have known like, oh, okay, don't date this person. Don't fucking date this person. I should have known. But, you know, I don't know if at this point, at that point, I had decided I was going to have the podcast, but sometimes you just do shit for the story, uh, you know, and a lot of people that do shit for the story, their stories don't really end up told to the world but i'm telling mine to the world so just living on the edge and shit um i mean i'm in toronto right now living on the edge anyway so 
long story short, she starts talking about artists I do like, Stevie Wonder. Um, just She started naming like dope shit. And ironically, uh, she dropped me off at the same restaurant that I saw Stevie Wonder at um, maybe a month or so later. And, you know, so the car ride ends. I'm like, let's stay in touch by way of Instagram. She said, I don't don't have Instagram. Follow me on Facebook or what have you. And I followed on Facebook. I found her maybe a week or so later on Facebook, sent her the message like, yo, this was your Uber passenger, you know, blah, blah, blah. If you remember me, she replied, I definitely remember you. Take my number. So we're just doing a back and forth thing, trying to link. Uh, she sends me. No, she, she, like, she calls me one day. Uh, now that she has my number, she calls me one day. Just, I mean just out the blue with recklessness okay on the phone when i say recklessness like in a tantalizing way but just like when last time you fucked whatever answer i gave was probably a lie um how big is your dick send a picture i'm single it happened The, the picture was sent um and I know that this podcast is like, and I'm putting it on Twitter, so I know that I'll probably like never, ever get another woman interested in me on Twitter. Like, I might, let me clarify something. I'm not being fake on Twitter. Like, I'm really a good guy on Twitter. I just have a habit of giving the energy back that I get in the world as a single man and you know, as a man who has gone through a fair amount of trauma over the past couple of years, you know, dealing with the my marriage not being what it was supposed to be, I'm, I've just had a habit of giving back the energy that I get, meaning, like, I'm single now, I don't really care to go into too many details on the mic, you know, about my last relationship. But I was neglected in some ways. There were some parts of me that were definitely not tended to. So it's like if you want to see a dick picture, I don't know about that whole respecting my body and respecting my worth shit. If I'm attracted to you, I just don't like I could still be like a good, solid nigga to a woman that, you know, is looking for a good, solid nigga. But, like, if there's, if I'm still single and a woman wants a dick pic, like, the other side of me might be like, send a dick pic, okay? So, it is what it is. This is a show about brutal honesty, okay? I think some fuck nigga, um, maybe Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz, um, they might have a show called Brutally Honest. I don't pay attention to them niggas. I don't know who Brutally Honest is, but there's... Some show called Brutally Honest, and I think it's hosted by people that I don't fuck with. But this show is Brutally Honest. Okay, so I sent the dick picture. I, I did all that explaining to say, like, I'm a good nigga. I'm putting this on Twitter. And from my tweets, like, women be, I can tell women are interested. But, like, you hear some shit like this, you'd be like, oh, no. 
This ain't the nigga that tweets. It's the same nigga that tweets. It's just, you know, I contain multitudes, as the woke people like to say. Uh, you know, I'm a man of, I'm not a split personality nigga. I'm not bipolar. I'm not schizophrenic, but um, I can be different men to different women. I guess so I send a dick pic. Uh, you know, she says that's nice. So we're like, we're going to link soon. I think I'm about to beat. Um, you know, I think I got me some. I think I caught one, you know. It's kind of like the analogy is like when you're a struggling rapper. Yeah, when you're a struggle rapper and you catch like a moment and you think like, oh, I'm about to be on. But then you just like realize like all the like I'm really good with analogies. I'm low key a genius. But then you just like realize all of the, you know, fuck shit that goes into being a rapper and, you know, trying to be successful. That hot moment. With this woman did not mean shit in the end. Okay? So, uh, all this talking back and forth. We, you know, we're trying to figure out how to link, when to link, when it's best, so on and so forth. Uh, One day, she gets ready to link. This should have been a red flag. She gets lost, not once, but twice on the way to my crib. And she has like a, she's an Uber driver. She's a fucking Uber driver. How do you... How do you get lost? Okay. Twice. From LA. She's not like a uh transplant. I mean, I'm not saying she should know like LA back and forth. Um, you know, I live in a part of LA that black people don't necessarily know like the back of their hands. Okay, but all that all that aside, gets lost twice. I'm not tripping. I'm just like, okay, cool. We reschedule. <sighs> Now, uh, the the day that we reschedule, keep this in in your mind for you know the next story I'm gonna tell. The day that, the day that we finally reschedule for was not only the day after you know the second good date with the woman I'm gonna tell talk about after this, but it was it happened to coincide uh, with what would have been my fifth wedding anniversary. So my plan for the day, I was just finna be like just depressed in the house and shit. But she called me and she was like, let's go to the beach. Let's make it happen finally today. I was like, fuck it. I need need an excuse to get out the house. So we go to the beach. The beach is fun. Oh, let's, let's start from the beginning. She shows up to my crib. Easily, no exaggeration, easily the junkiest car I've ever seen. I mean, she cleaned it out, but, like, how do you just show up to somebody's crib with the car that junkie? Like, why not just clean it out, then show up to the crib? Like, you never get a second chance to make a good first impression. Of course, her car had to be clean to when she was my Uber driver, but, like, now now I'm getting to know the real person. I'm talking about literally food all over the seats. Um, stuff everywhere. Just so I was just like, uh, okay, good to see you. Let's you know, let's go do this beach thing. I guess you know this is this is nuts. Already, how your car is looking, but she. Matter of fact, brief interlude. Something I forgot to say before I met up with her. This is 
if I could get the snippet on here, this is a snippet of her, her energy, who she is, uh, from a Facebook live rant. you're getting a sense of who she is and her energy we go to the beach the beach is fun the beach part was actually fun uh we got in the water we like laid together on the sand on the towel might even kissed a little bit you know i'm just i'm just like fuck it at this point, like, let me see where the where this story is taking me. It was one of those kind of vibes. And laid in the beach and foreshadowing. The story does not end up with sex at all, but that's not why this story is it's bad. The story not ending in sex is like the shitty cherry on top of the already shitty Sunday. Okay? So... Uh, the beach part is fun. After the beach, we're trying to coordinate food and weed. Food and weed, food and weed, food and weed. Because I'm thinking, you know, in the back of my mind, still at this point, all right, it's a good day so far. We didn't kiss. Um, food, weed. The combination of food, weed. You've seen a picture of my penis. It got a lead in like the, you know, it got a lead in the grand climax of things. You know, it has to like, yeah. It has to culminate in something, put it like that. And boy, oh boy, did, did this day go downhill from the beach? She has, I don't know their relationship. I don't know if this is her ex. I know she has a white ex, but she has a white sponsor now. I don't know if her white ex and her white sponsor are one in, are one in the same. But it's like, oh, some guy that she has to meet up with to get some money from. Um, she didn't do that during our date. But this is the things I'm learning about. Uh, she's from here, but she basically like she was living with family. I, I think she doesn't want to live with family anymore. She might be beefing with family. Like, I the sense I got is that she could go back to live with family if she wanted to, like live with her sister if she wanted to, but she didn't want to. And so long story short, she's living out of her car. Her whole life is in her car. All of her clothes is in her trunk. This is all things I'm learning after the beach. Um, and I'm just, you know, trying to ride the rest of the day out at this point. You know, trying to, well, trying to beat trying to be uh she washes clothes at my crib definitely not not an indoor um you know washer dryer situation like just the building you know laundry room which i guess that's fine i'm i'm still holding on to hope at this point thinking 
Oh, by the way, like all of her clothes are like in plastic bags because wherever she came from had bed bugs. So yeah, so she's washing her clothes uh, in a, in the laundry room, and I'm thinking like, okay, this has to culminate in me beating. Like it, it has to. Um, I. Like, we're trying to figure out what we're going to eat and try to figure out this weed situation because still in the back of my mind, food, weed, you seen my dick, we kissed. It's it's going down. Um, nothing. So, we're trying to coordinate food. I'm just, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm getting impatient with how this day is going. Um, at some point, this is, so we might have met up like two or three. By like nine o'clock. Oh no! Here, here's another good part. Um, I kind of try to imply that it's going down. Okay. I'm like, can you take me to Seven Eleven? And she's like, sure. For what? And I was like, yeah, I just need to go to Seven Eleven. Like, put two. Like, trying to get her to put two and two together. And. She's just like, oh, you need protection, huh? And I was like, yes. Okay. So she takes me. Woman, if you're listening to this, do not take a man to 7-Eleven if you don't plan on giving him coochie that night. If he says he's going to 7-Eleven to get coochie activity things. Okay. Anyway, she takes me to 7-Eleven, and, like, I didn't need a, a ride to 7-Eleven for coochie activity things that would be used with another woman. It was like, this is a, this is a, you know, brief emergency. Okay, so she takes me. Uh, so, I'm like, I'm in 7-Eleven. Now, again, roll with me here, if you're listening. The combination of a lot of factors at this point. Uh, you've seen my private part. Okay, we're coordinating food and weed. We've had a good date. We've kissed. And you took me to 7-Eleven. So I'm like, all right, I'm in 7-Eleven. Like, nigga, it's about to go down. Uh, I'm multitasking at this point. Her clothes are washing. It's like 9 p.m. at this point. I've Uber Eats uh, or Grubhub, one of them shits, uh, some food to the crib because I'm just like, we don't need to, to go to no restaurant uh, to figure out food. You know, we're we trying to set this. We're trying to end this night off on the right note. Uh, you know, I'll get food to the crib. And I don't, and it is what it is, you know. I'm not mad that I spent money and still didn't get none. But, yeah, it's just. So we, we eat, we watch a little bit of Netflix, and then she's like, oh, I have to go because I have to check into my room. I don't know if checking into my room means she's selling coochie. I don't think she's selling coochie. But she's like, I got to check into my room by a certain time. And, uh, you know, I won't be able to check in if if I don't leave soon. So I'm standing there with the one, one, one face. With the, with the like, I'm standing there with, like, the, the price is right. You lost music face. And... She like just bounces and she tells me how I'm such a great guy and like how I deserve coochie and 
Uh, it's in the back of my mind. I'm like, why are you not giving me none tonight? I mean, I, at this point, like, I really shouldn't want, you know, to be on top or having women on top of me who, you know, is transporting bed bugs and shit. But I will quote a guy from uh, Nori's podcast, one of Nori's entourage. His name is Mr. Lee, okay? Her culo, meaning butt, is not very big. I mean, I think it seems like she's a skinnyish woman. Uh, her culo is not big. Uh, but Mr. Lee from Nori's Entourage, he has a quote, okay? That's not your culo or your titties. This ain't your culo or your titties, mommy. Relax. And. Her butt is not big, so that was her butt. But, mommy, that's not your titties, okay? Uh, she has enhanced breasts, and they're nice. Or they look, you know, nice. And I, nigga was horny, and I wanted that, and I didn't get it. And... You know, so she followed up with the typical bullshit. Oh, thank you for such a wonderful date. You know, blah, blah. But we haven't seen each other since that was a good almost a month ago at this point. And yeah, that that's her story. So I'm thinking her song for the day will be Jay-Z. Not Jay-Z. Beanie Siegel featuring Jay-Z. You're gutted. Um... This is a very misogynistic song. I don't feel this energy towards her at all. Uh, but it's just a song about people who are just like trash. Okay. Um, and I'm not calling her a trash person. Oh, more more details. I, like, I don't, I don't mean to. Uh, I'm not saying this to talk bad about her. But like her brain is like fried by former drug use and... Um, it's just, it's just like I mean, if if you heard the, the 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 audio snippet I put up earlier, that's an you know that's an example of who I was trying to get to know and just the wild stories I get myself into trying to figure out my life. So here goes Beanie Siegel. You're gutted. Next story is a lot better in some ways, but it's hectic as well. So let's get into it. Beanie Siegel featuring Jay-Z, you're gutted. And, you know, I might still, if she ever come through, like comes by the crib and we ain't got to go do nothing and I ain't got to spend no money and I'm still single, I'm, I'd probably do it because I feel like no man has ever owed sex, but like, yeah, that would be the least she could do after after that goddamn date. Okay. Like, I really don't know if she was, like, just looking for a place to do laundry. And, no, she seemed, like, interested in kicking in the trip. And we had a nice date until after the beach. It should just all went downhill, you know, with her doing laundry at my crib. So it, it could be a lot worse, but it could be, you know. Like, I just don't know how I get myself into these situations. Anyway, here goes the song. 
on MTV, you taping them, find holes in your videos, you draping them, green screens of the projects, you saving them, find cars in your videos, you pay for them, shit I can't knock y'all so though, you make it fun, dead rappers, you been fooling the public, people start to think y'all real, do something, see what we do when niggas do 200, and talk like the platinum to us, true snuff them, Like celery, eating over here, nigga. You like salad to me. Get your weight up, get your steak up. Those little acres, get your estate up. You face us, you gonna need an Allen. It's imaginary players. Take 2,000, you got it. You got it, you got it. You talk about that bread, but your bread ain't butter. You got it, you got it. You talking they spade, but you balling on the budget. You got it, you got it. VIP gold bottles in them buckets. You got it. You got it. Rock boys in the house, open bar. We got it covered. You got it. You got it. You talking about the bread, but your bread ain't butter. You got it. You got it. You talking they spade, but you balling on the budget. You got it. You got it. You 